All right, we we back with a fourth episode of the Mogul Network. We're back, and today we're doing something a little different. Real um, different. <laughs> <laughs> our guests are ourselves, so yeah. we finally got Jay Weary back from vacation. Yes, yes, yes. How was how was everything? It was fine. It was fine. Everything was fine. Was fine. I I'm miss back you. now. I missed you last month. Mm, <laughs> I missed you too, Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. <sighs> I want to talk about, you know, how'd you come up with, you know, Buried in Culture and how did that come about, that whole movement that you got going on? Well, I was sitting at work. Okay. In the call center where I used to work once upon a time. And I was talking to my friends, Montreal and Daisha, and I was just like, y'all, I want to start a clothing line. Yeah. Because a little backstory, my grandma, my dad is from New Orleans. And I used to visit my grandma all the time. And she used to clean houses and she used to sew. But when she was sew, she would sew like all these beautiful pieces. Like, mm. I was just like, how can you do that? She used to stay up all night sewing. And then my dad, he used to draw like tennis shoes and designs and just all types of stuff. Like, he's, he's a good artist, like a real artist. And me growing up, I used to wear, I love tennis shoes. Um, I love streetwear. So I decided I wanted to do my own clothing line. And I was talking to my friends while I was at work, and they was like, do it then. So I was coming up with names, jotting them down. And I was talking to my cousin Jasmine. And I was like, how about I do Buried in Culture? And I said, you think with a C or a K? And she was like, do it with the K. Mm. Do it with the K. And I was like, yeah, that K5, that K5. And then that's how Variant Culture came along, baby. We here. Just like, did you you roll through a couple (laughs) names and stuff like that? Yeah, but I can't even remember the other names that I went through. Um, But my vision for it back then was different than what it is now. Gotcha. Um, But that's the thing about growth. So um, I've been doing it. I, I started thinking about it in 2013, fall of 2013, and I acted on it in uh, March of 2014. And ever since then, I've just been consistently putting in work with it, and it's just been consistently evolving. Um, so yeah, it's more than just clothing though, you know? It's a, it's a broad, uh, it's broad, it's very broad of what I wanna do with Beard and Culture. Yeah, I see, um you know, whenever you come out with a line, it's like everything you try to tell a story with, you know, is a little different from all the other clothing brands. Like, you try to tell a story with each each time mm-hmm. you launch, pretty much. And yeah, so, I try to keep it um, true to who I am, really, and the okay. people around me. I stay consistent with the people I work with. Um, I use the same photographer, James, and the same videographer is Jennifer right. uh, Grace Orr, and I stay with them all the time. I just like to stay consistent and uh yeah i just like to tell a story i feel like i want to create an experience i just don't want it to be something that's like catching you be like oh i want you to actually feel what i am putting i want you to relate to what i'm putting right. out like uh my previous drop was the no phone no service while on phone because i feel like nowadays everybody's always on their phone all the time Very like true. you can be in an event and the people that you follow on Instagram that you have not even met in person, they there. Right. I wouldn't even say Instagram. I say social media, period. Yeah. And they're there. 
and you won't even approach them, but you'll hit them up later and be like, oh, I saw you, so-and-so. Well, let's put the phone down. Let's really approach people yeah, and let's really get to know one each other like a connection. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. And you moved. And where you from? Um, I was born in Montgomery, Alabama. Okay. <laughs> where area code is that? 334. 334, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so... The, uh, the burden culture, like coming up with that concept that brought you to Atlanta, or you came up with that concept while you were already a resident here and stuff? Well, um, my mom was in the military, so I moved around a lot. Okay. Um, I've stayed, o- I stayed overseas. I've stayed uh, various places in the South, and then I stayed in California. And I feel like California really impacted me. Like, I heard it's a vibe out there. It's a real vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even describe. Like, at first, I hated Cali because I was like man I want to move back to Atlanta I, I don't like it out here but when I got out there and I really got to see like culture culture like right. just from people moving around it was like that impacted me but um from when I was a child being in New Orleans I love New Orleans like I love New Orleans <laughs> like, it's culture down there. yeah it's like culture. being there in the city in the summertime with my grandma just being with the people not even i i never went to bourbon street i went to bourbon street one time when i was little like for mardi gras but uh, older is when i went to bourbon street but like just being in this city because my daddy's from uptown so just being up there with the people like it's it, it was a a major impact on me too as far as um culture because i feel like i can't say i've seen everything right. but i've seen a lot and I try to take that and put it in my work um, from just experience, things I've seen, different things that influence me. Um, like my next drop is going to be, I feel like it's going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like to work with everybody and I just like to work with the people, man. Like you can't say you do stuff for culture and you don't work with work the people. With the people. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And when I say work, I mean it goes both ways. Like, I'm all, if somebody needs me and they want to do something, I'm there. Um, so. And you do a lot of stuff for the uh, community, too. Like, yeah. you know, outside of the brand, like for the kids and stuff like that. Like, yeah. how'd, you, how'd you get into that? You know, what, what made you want to? Well, um, my dad, he was a foster parent. Oh, okay. Um, and also one of my aunts was a foster parent. And just me growing up in different areas and just seeing, like, be, like going to, like, places that have high poverty yeah. and then knowing that it's people out there that's not living like that, like, and they don't care to, they can always say, well, this is why this is like that, that is why this is like that. But if you keep talking and you're not doing anything, you're not making an effort, to really go in and help these kids, talk to these kids, learn who they are, yeah. see who they are, you know, then you can't really push forward. Um, I feel like me, it's just my duty to give back to kids um, that don't have it as good as everybody else does. Right. And I never see them complain like the less fortunate. They always make the best out of their situation. Yeah. Definitely. Is it, is it hard... Um, being in the urban brand and being a woman because i know we talked about that before a little bit like you know people think when they hear the name they feel like oh they think it's a guy and then they meet you you know how's that transition from you know being in that industry and stuff yeah it's a misconception when Mm -hmm. they 
see beard and culture and they think it's a guy that doesn't it's actually a female um i haven't said that i i can't say that i've had like incidents where it's been like oh no i don't want to work with her if they have been i don't know about them they haven't said it to me right but i mean it don't matter i'm still gonna put out the dopest stuff True. <laughs> like <laughs> like <laughs> i could be the only female ever to do this and it's nothing gonna stop me yeah. like I don't care what nobody got to say because at the end of the day, they ain't, they're not going to do nothing for me. All right. I agree with you. Yeah. So, Kwame, um, tell me about Popping Places. Like, how did you come up with it? Every What's the idea behind it? Yeah. And where are you trying to go with it? Um, Popping Places, I came up with the concept for it um, four years ago. Um, I had just graduated college and I didn't really have no job at, um, prospects. So... I wrote this little idea in my notebook about it, and I talked to it um, with an old friend of mine. I let my friend kind of talk me out of it, and I just left it alone. So I got in a little bit of trouble, you know, per se, um, when I was transitioning from college into the real world. And I just went back to it, you know, stayed in my room and wrote it down. And I went to a show that um, a friend of mine had invited me to. It was like Pigeons and Planes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard it. Yeah. Like the little blog site. Yeah. I met the I met the owner, and I kind of like had a fifteen minute conversation. With him, like, how'd you come up with your brand? And he told me how he came up with it, and it really inspired me. So I saw a show, and I saw all these people at a, a showcase, and I realized like, dang, a lot of people's coming out just for music. So I was like, okay, like let me go back to the drawing board and draw this up. So basically, laying down one day, and um. I was just like, I was having trouble finding a name. So a friend of mine was talking to me, and I was just like, yo, what do you think of the name Popping Places? And he was like, yo, I think that's dope. He said, um, like, what made you come up with that? I was like, I never told anybody this before, but I was like, what if we could just highlight some venues and stuff like that around the area that I think is really dope and have artists come to? And he said, yeah, run with it. So I filed my LLC and decided to make a move to Atlanta um, and just chase my dreams pretty much and catch them. Yeah, um, I see you chasing. You chasing out here now. Like, you really putting in work. How was the transition from New York to Atlanta? Um, It was different. Um, I'll say I didn't know. I thought Atlanta was one part. I didn't know about all these other outer areas. So, um, traveling, networking um, has been, it's opened my mind a lot, I would say. Um, I used to be very shy, introverted. So I think Atlanta has opened my eyes and made me want to just get out and talk to people, tell them about what I'm doing. It's my first time really venturing out um, something and being creative on my own. So it's had its challenges, but the rewards have been greater, I would Um, say. Yeah, I see you have been putting in a lot of work and you've been doing a lot of things. So what is it that you want to do at Popping Places? Like how far you want to go? Um... I would say I want to really build it up to a really big media platform um, for artists to come together. Uh, I, I really like hip-hop. Uh, I think that's the direction more so I'm going, mm-hmm. um, and, and really good music. So I want to really have artists and um, come on that really have a message behind their music and stuff like that. I didn't know I would get into interviews as well, um, so I've learned that the artists could tell their stories behind my vision as well um, and my creative little touch I put on 
um, my videos and stuff like that. I picked up a camera from Jennifer, and I didn't know that I would get good at editing and all these other things that I'm doing now. So um, that's my vision for it. I really want to build it to a really huge media platform, but it takes time. Yeah, you also created the Mogul Network. Yeah. So tell me how that came about. Um, Man, that's crazy. Uh, I think when I met you back in January at a show, mm-hmm. um, we we hit it off pretty good. So I was just like, I want to talk about this, but I don't know. I didn't really know you that well yet. So I really thought because I'm an entrepreneur and we all creatives in Atlanta trying to do our thing, it would be dope to have people on who are in the same boat as us, mm-hmm. who are trying to emerge and get bigger and higher in life. To the um to the higher selves, I would say, um, so I really wanted to do a podcast about that, um, about creatives and, um, yeah. And I did not want to do this podcast, y'all. I was like, you didn't, you didn't. <laughs> I remember, I remember you didn't. You was really like shy on it, but I think once I brought the concept to you, you were kind of like on board with it. I didn't want to do a podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's but crazy. And we both on we the both podcast. Didn't want it, but we both on it. Um, in front of a camera, something I've never done before. This, so it's yeah. good to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it is. It's definitely good. So with the Mogul Network, what are you trying to, I know you say you want to highlight entrepreneurs. Right. But where are you trying to go with the Mogul Network as well? Are you trying to emerge a, uh, Merge the mobile network and popping places together. Um, probably under one another. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I got some plans for the mobile network that I can't talk a whole lot about, yeah. but it's something that I think is going to be special mm-hmm. in the city. Definitely, that's good. Definitely. So tell me why you chose Atlanta versus New York. In New York, it's popping. So why did you bring your platform here and not stay in New York? Um, New York. A lot of my friends were there. All my family, most of my family is there. Um, so Atlanta represented a different challenge where I didn't know anyone. Um, and I had to kind of find myself and evolve. I felt like I wasn't going to evolve staying in New York. I felt like a lot of things were happening mm-hmm. that some some things were of my fault, but mm-hmm. some things weren't. It was just circumstances. Um, so Atlanta represented a, a situation for me to grow in life. And I felt like I would... If it was in the plans for me to come back to New York, then I would come back. Mm-hmm. But I had to challenge myself um, and just come down here. I respect it. I, I respect look at it, it like, not to compare basketball, right? LeBron left Cleveland, right, to go to Miami. He felt like he wanted to go to Miami to win championships, mm-hmm. right? And it was a tough decision to make because he was comfortable there. So when he came back from Miami, he was much more matured. He won championships. Uh, I felt like not to that extreme, but I felt like I wanted to grow as a person and as a man first and as a business person. So that's uh, why I moved down here. Well, that's good. That sounds, I respect that, Kwame. <laughs> uh, that's good. So as far as you said you would go back, if it was in the cards to yeah. go back home and do this, um, how? Would I go back? You want to know what I go? I wouldn't go back. So you would never go back to New York? Mm. Do you feel like you would venture anywhere else outside of Atlanta? Oh, yeah. I think, like you said, um, traveling gives you all these different experiences. I love to travel, meet different people, mm-hmm. um, gain different experience to to put into my own craft. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely be interested in 
going different spots, but I don't think I would like move outside of Atlanta. I think Atlanta is a growing city where a lot of creatives are here. This mm-hmm. is where everything is at to me, I believe. So, so since you said a lot of people are here, do you feel like certain markets are oversaturated? Um, I think New York, New York is saturated. I've never been to California, so I can't speak on um, Cali. I know New York is. I think Atlanta, you can do so many things different. Like, I think there's so many people out here that are doing something that I've never seen before. Like, I've seen people do uh, blogging in a different way, or you do clothing in a different way where you tell a story where I've never seen somebody tell a story when they release a line. Mm-hmm. You know, that's different. So a lot of people do a lot of things to the left that I haven't seen, which forces you to step your game up a little bit as a entrepreneur, as a creative to like, you know, keep up, you know, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. I've never been to New York. I've been to LA. It's pretty dope. Okay. Um, I've never actually been with any creatives in New York. I feel like, it, I think that we sometimes may think it's oversaturated because it's so seen now. Yeah. So, I feel like that's probably the reason, but I think it's pretty, everybody has their own lane. But do you feel like you've been, like when you were back home, mm-hmm. I'm sure you like had your friends and stuff back home, yeah. but you feel like when you came out here, you were surrounded by people that were doing so many different things. So it kind of kept you on your toes, not in the sense like I'm competing, but yeah. more so, okay, I want to do dope stuff too. Like I've always believed that, you are who your company you're surrounded with, right? Yeah, and so. I, I can agree with that. Um, but where I came from is different. It wasn't like a big city. Okay. And everybody, it was like kind of clicked up. Like like you said, I did have my friends who supported me and some of my family who supported me, just like I had some of my friends who supported me. Um, but I do feel like since I moved up here and got out with everybody up here that I have gotten more love. Right. Um, and more people wanting to just create as well right yeah uh i kind of feel as if it is important for you to leave your comfort zone where you from in order to grow but like i said where i came from it's not that many opportunities Mm. and it's really not it's really like who you know type basis like real bad but that's everywhere yeah but in smaller cities it's kind of like like yeah. You know, if you're not out there, like, then people really ain't trying to work with you or anything like that. I agree. I I moved from, when I moved from the city, I lived upstate mm-hmm. um, for a couple of years. So it was like a real small town. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really much to do out there. So yeah. I felt like it was kind of like a black hole where everybody just got stuck and worked a job that yeah. they hated and never got out of there. So yeah, that's like not me. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how it was, like a black hole. And I was always labeled the wild child anyways. Mm. Uh, the outlandish one, the weird one, just doing what I want to do. <laughs> but I feel like that's worked in my benefit. Yeah. Um, that's worked for my benefit in the long run. And I also feel like it'll inspire those who once thought that I was too wild and out of control yeah. to see that, no, I'm just creatively doing a genius. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a time like before you ever started your brand and ventured out on your own that maybe like was scared to start something? Because I know my old past that there were several times that I could have did something, but I chose not to when I was younger because I was scared of failure. Like you ever felt that or 
Yeah, I experienced that when I moved back from California. I had to move back down here, and I was like, yo, I do not want to be here. Like, right. uh, I really wanted to move. I really wanted to go to college up here. Okay. Um, but I was just so scared, like, not being, where am I going to stay? Yeah. I'm not going to know anybody. What am <laughs> I going to do? And I just should have done it. But um, previously to me starting this clothing line, I was in a real bad situation. Um, and... I think it took that situation to show me that this is what you want to do. Like, you don't have chances on top of chances to go ahead and do what you want to do. Like, tomorrow's never promised. Nothing's ever promised to anybody. But while you're here, you got to make the best out of what you got and do everything that you can do to to leave your mark. Like, what are you going to leave when you leave? What are you going to leave here when you leave? Money, that's going to be, you know, that's nothing. But leaving a legacy, that's more important than anything because just like I'm sure a lot of people are going to go down in history is like like how Tupac, he left a legacy. Biggie left a legacy. Like these people left legacies that people look up to. And I think when I got out of that situation, I decided I wanted to leave a legacy. Yeah. It's amazing what you could do when you kind of get over your fears. Like I'll tell you about one moment in my life that, I still regret to this day. Um, I was 21, mm-hmm. and I came up with a social um, social network idea, mm-hmm. right? And it was really, really good. I was in a, a class, like a business, like create your own business plan class. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of it, you would present your business to investors. Um, I didn't show up. I didn't show up. Yeah. I was 21. So I didn't come up with something that I was really passionate about until 25, 26. Yeah, it takes and, time. And I said to myself, I won't let the opportunity go ever again. So when you break through your fears, I've shocked so many of like my friends back home. They'd be like, it's crazy what you're doing now. Because I remember back in the day, like you say you was going to do something and then you want to do it. And now like you actually going forward for what you want. So yeah. it's amazing when you make that breakthrough. You got to just free your mind. Um, definitely. Yeah, it's it's good to um break through your fears. Even though you had that shot, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It still showed you that A, this is something that you didn't really want to do and right. B, next time you had the shot, take it, no matter right. what the outcome may be. Because I rather hear a thousand no's so that I can consistently appro- uh, improve on myself right. than everybody saying, oh yeah, yeah, go with that. No, I love criticism. I right. love constructive criticism as long as it's coming from a good place. And we need that. Yeah. Need so that. yeah, so you can keep creating. You know, you can challenge yourself. It yeah. may be some things that you haven't challenged about yourself. I agree. So I feel like that's important too. Um, have you gone through a moment where you wanted to give it all up? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you know we've been there. You've been there. Um, when don't I have those moments? <laughs> I have them like <laughs> every other day. Like, <laughs> Uh, it's stressful, yeah. but yeah, um, seriously, I have thought it was one time, right? I was like, man, I'm just over this. Like, it was more because of a personal reason, gotcha. And I was letting my emotions control my better thinking, but I feel like it happens to all of us. We all go through these times where it's just hard yeah. because, especially if this is the only thing you, you have. Like, this is the only like thing you ever... No plan yeah, there's yeah. nothing. Like, this Definitely. is all I have. Like, 
I don't see myself sitting at my I work now. Right. I don't want to be there forever. I just go <laughs> there so I can make the money to yeah. put into this. Absolutely. Because I put my money into my, I invest in myself. So mm-hmm. I don't have a plan B. Um, but there was a time where I wanted to give it up. And I have, I can't say, I can't even call these people my friends because it's like family, but I have great people around me. Right. And that's something that I'm thankful for because they, it, they might not even say anything like, oh, how are you doing? I'm, I'm not going to tell them, oh, I feel this kind of way. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. But, right. you know, usually I just try to keep it in. They was like, man, yo, this is so do- That idea is so dope. And I'm like, really? You think so? Yeah. And, I, and me in time, like just learning to believe more in myself and what I'm trying to put out, um, it's gotten a little easier, but getting mental help, like mental health help is very important. Counseling does not hurt you. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. Sometimes you just need to speak to somebody to like straighten things out just to like, like, you know, let me talk to you because am I crazy? Let me see what's going on. But yeah, it's been a lot of time. It's been a lot of times I wanted to give it up, but last year probably would have taken the cake if I would have let it happen. But being having great people around you really helps. Definitely, definitely. Because you can't you can't make it alone. I'm gonna tell you that now. I don't care what nobody no says. Way. You can't make it alone. No way. You need that support system. Yeah, definitely. I felt like. How about you? Oof. <laughs> I've gone through that before. Um, cause you, I don't know. It's like you know how somebody tells you, "Oh, what you're doing is dope," mm-hmm. or "What you're doing is cool." I, I really love what you're doing, but you don't see it like that. Um, because you're in it. You're in the mix and. and um, I think every time I've thought about giving up, I've thought about how much I would regret it if I did give it up. Like, mm-hmm. no one would regret it more than myself. If I've seen everybody else make their mark in their life and do what they want to do with their dreams, yeah. um, how I would feel. So, uh, every time I think about giving up, it's just something in your soul that just tells you you can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, when something's telling you like that, you got to keep pushing forward. Definitely. So, have you ever had a time in your career where you would look at somebody, you'd be like, man, where they come from? How are they doing all right. this? And I'm here. Yeah. How do, how do you how do you deal with that? Well, um, every person's journey is different. You know? I agree. Um, somebody could blow up in a month or two, um, but that doesn't mean that you won't get there. It yeah. might just take you a little longer. Yeah. You know, you got to keep pushing forward. Uh, I learned one thing about myself because I always used to come up with ideas when I was younger. Um, and I'll see somebody else do it. I'm like, damn, all right, I'm gonna quit. Uh-huh. You know, you know, make your own mark and create your own lane. Yeah. You know, just because so, somebody like you do clothing, a lot of people do clothing. Everybody do clothing. Right. Like, yeah. But you have a lane <laughs> where you have your own way of doing things. Like yeah. everybody does interviews of videography, uh-huh. but I have my own way of how I can reach my audience. So uh-huh. it's all about, you know, what you can create and make your own mark and stuff. Like that—that's the goal to right. get out there. Like right. the goal is honestly to feed me, my family, and in right. my my family that's around me that I'm working with every day. Right. Like if I'm gonna eat, everybody else around Absolutely. me is gonna eat too. So that's Absolutely. the goal for people to see your stuff. Right. But it's different when people are like, "Oh man, yeah, this is dope," and it's like, "Why?" And people like I have heard people say things like, "Oh." 
you inspired me to do this, that, the third, whatever, whatever. And it's like, uh, I'm like overwhelmed. Yeah. And it's a lot. But I've learned how to take it and not look so overwhelmed when people say it to me. Yeah. But like, that's that's the whole purpose. Yeah. That's that's the whole purpose between it, behind anything you do is to inspire others just to be great. I want people to be greater than me. Right. You know, I want to be able to get this to a platform where it's like, Oh, she's a female. She did straightwear. I want. I'm. A, I'm gonna be a legend. I'm gonna be Absolutely. a legend. Like I'm gonna be legendary. But I want somebody to come and be more legendary than me. Right. If if I'm making sense, you know, I want somebody to be. I want it to continue to grow, and especially in our community and build generational wealth, and know that we don't have to settle for less. If we just right. support each other and take care of each other, we can have so much more. Absolutely. But it got to come from within. Like, you got to learn how to, you know, like, care about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that you would want to put that out there. I think that's the only way to live the life you really want to live. Yeah. Is create your own path. Whether it's a business or you're creative, doing yep. photography, whatever. Like, that's the only way. But everything is a business. Everything's a business. But you don't have to treat everybody like a business. Right. You can um, also be yeah, genuine. I think genuine relationships build you to where you need to be in life. Because that's even how we started, right. like, on Instagram when you hit me up and I was like... I DM'd you. Yeah. I was like, yo, you what you do is really dope. And then I met you, I tried to give you, hey, Jay, like, I knew you forever. He was like, hey, Kwame, like, a little tap on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I don't think it would have worked, like, if it wasn't genuine. Like, yeah. If it was just, like... Because we haven't known each other that long, so but we hit it off so well that it just worked our chemistry. Yeah, and right. it's like, you know, you meet people with commonalities, yeah. so it's like, oh, it yeah, let's people. work together, let's do stuff. Because at first, yeah, I was kind of skeptical because right. I'm very, I'm just an observant person. Which, which is where So I was just be, checking yeah. you out, you know, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be no kind of way, but once I got to know you, you was pretty cool, yeah. and you had good ideas, and yeah, and thank you for bringing me in on the Mogul Network. I appreciate that. I couldn't get it with anybody else. Oh, that's yeah. not so nice. <laughs> one, one question I want to ask, because mm-hmm. um, I know we both like go to a lot of networking events. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How do you network? Like, Because I know when you're trying to get your stuff out there, mm-hmm. you don't want to tell somebody so much. Mm-mm. You want to keep it brief. But how do you network, start a conversation, you know, in the conversation where, you know, you leave a good impression on somebody you just meet for the first time because they're strangers at the end of the day. Yeah, they're strangers, but at the end of the day, if you go to an event in Atlanta, everybody's going to be a creative. Right. So are they going to do something? So I just like to have conversations with people. I don't necessarily go to events to network. Like, that's not my goal. It's just to go to meet people, you know, just to check it out, have fun. And I just end up talking to people and I like to know people. I don't necessarily like what you do because when I have a conversation with some people that I have met, what you do comes way after we're in this conversation. Um, Unless somebody introduces me, like I was introduced to James and Jen through my friend Mel and that was different. We grew, our relationship grew differently then right like you start off stuff. knowing what they did yeah but um mm. it's i don't know i just i really don't i just go to i like to do you approach people first Mm-mm. or you just uh, kinda, I, I just like sit back yeah. you know i be chilling <laughs> um i just be watching but i 
I seem to attract the people that's extra extrovert, right? And they like to, you know. So I'm like, yeah, talking, yeah, da da da, and it's just a conversation. I don't really care what you do. Gotcha. I care about who you are more than anything. Right, that's um, important. Yeah, because I have to, you know, see how it's gonna be. But at the end of the day, if you want to do business, 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 we can keep it like that. Right. I'm not really trying to put people in categories, but when I go out to like networking events, it's just. I just go, usually it's to when people are performing to support them and I end up meeting other people there. Yeah. Uh, but my main goal is just to be a person, be yeah. a human at the end of the day. Let stuff uh, happen organically. Yeah. yeah. What would you say would be uh, your mogul word of the, the week? <laughs> preparation. Preparation. Yeah, preparation. Be prepared, like, Definitely. at all times. Like, research what you want to do. Um just try to learn as much as you can because right. like even me starting the clothing line, I had no idea until my friend, um, one of my friends told me like, he was like, you need to get your stuff like um, trademarked. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, I heard about that, but it, I don't have, really have to do it. He was like, no, like you need to do it ASAP because somebody could just easily take it and take everything you worked hard for. And I'm like that night, I was like, oh, uh-uh. So mm. I filled out the paperwork, did that. Um, get your license, get your business license, just get everything that you need on paper. Make sure you do your taxes. Yes. Um, make yes. sure you just fully prepare. Like this is like you're in a multi million dollar business. That's what this is gonna be. This a billion dollar business. Billion dollar. So treat mm -hmm. it as such from day one so that when you get there, you're not you ready for it. Yeah, you right. know, they're not taking all your money because you got back taxes. Right. They don't never see, you have never filed for this. Just learn, learn, learn the business. business. Learn what you're trying to do. Um, and also, not just from the business aspect, learn more about what do you want to get into. Like for me, fashion, like right. I sew. I haven't done anything like that in any of my collections, but it may be coming soon. Right. Um, but I sew. I create stuff like I'm. I'm not. I just don't do the shirts. But the shirts is it is the best way for me right now to express myself. Right. But um, yeah. Like you gotta get what you what you want to do. You gotta really dive into it. And also remember that patience, greatness takes time. Absolutely. Greatness takes time. Period. You don't want to be viral because if you go viral, you gotta stay consistent. Yeah. And just because this one thing you put out is popping don't mean the next thing right. you put out is going to be popping. So you want to build true fans from day one that you know is going to always support you. Um, so you got to be patient. Right. Patience is really a virtue. Like, it's really a virtue. You got to be patient. I think, like, um, social media has kind of made it so things seem so fast. Instant gratification. Instant gratification that we kind of want to rush our process. It's like, oh, it man, let me put this up because it's going to make me look like this. Right. And it's like, oh, no, they ain't like it. Let me take it down. But it don't matter what people right. like. The most successful people are people who are true to themselves, right. like people who are happy with themselves. It don't matter how other people feel about it. Right. And it should never be like that. But social media has it's good. Social media is good. And then it has its bad like everything else. Yeah. But the instant gratification thing, that thing got to go. Because it's like... Things take time. Yeah. I think, like, you see these, like, uh, Diddy and Jay-Z, they've been putting in t 
time like for 25 years. Yeah, yeah, like they've been putting in, they been putting in work and they yes. just got here. <laughs> just so got you got to work for this. Like your story may not be the same as everybody else's, yeah. but when you get there, you'll get there. Like right. I was just reading Ava DuVernay. I think I said her name right. Yeah, she was working a full-time job while she did her first five films. Right. That's first five films and she was working a job. So, wow. and she look at her now. She's like one of the biggest directors, black women, di- black females in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and she was working her first five films. She was working. So, time. especially for um, being a black female, like, because I have to speak on the black female part. It's not the same for us anywhere. Right. Um, so we have to put in. We have to make sure everything we do, we're doing it with, right. like, uh, I agree. you know, I'm I trying to find the word. <laughs> we're doing it with the uh, conviction, conviction, yes, with a lot of conviction. Yeah. And for it's hard period to be a woman of color, especially when you go into different industries yeah. other than teaching or, you know, what they expect you to do when you're trying to venture into this different world so I just say be prepared to for it all like everything you go through now is preparing you for the future and right. that's the honest to God truth I agree I agree my my mobile word of the week would be I kind of have two yeah me too limitless and I would say consistency uh, I like consistency right so a lot of people think consistency means whether it's social media presence, mm-hmm. I I put it in the time that you spend off it, the hours you you know spend beating your craft, mm-hmm. getting better, getting not getting bored with the process, yeah, consistency and limitless is like, don't limit to yourself um, to what your circumstances now. Think bigger, um, and you could do it. Like I remember somebody told me when I was younger, you should focus on one thing. Which you should, mm-hmm. but if you have a, a drive and a fire for something else that's related, it could go for it as well. Yeah, like, I agree. I agree. Like, I started popping places and we're doing a podcast. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you don't have to limit yourself to, you know, your dreams and your, your passions. That's true. I started Beard and Culture and I got into music. Yeah, um, you love music. Yeah, I really do love, <laughs> do love music. I love music. What song is that? I love music for real. Like, uh, <laughs> I love music. Um, and it's a passion that I have, and people have pulled me into their musical worlds. Yeah. Um, and asked for my opinion on things, and I feel very uh thankful. For that, but mm-hmm. that's something else too. N- breaking limits, like I just don't do yeah. clothing. Like I do a lot of stuff, right. but I would. Uh, who's one of your idols or idols that inspire you? Uh, let me see. My inspirations. Yeah. Hmm. Well, for one, my grandmas. Okay. They're lit. Shout out to my grandmas. I'm gonna have to show y'all this because I know y'all ain't on social media. But shout out to my grandma. <laughs> um, uh, also, it's it's a lot of strong women that I know. Yeah. Uh, my aunties, like even my cousins. Um, my inspiration, my cousin Jasmine. Like, 
man, like she's younger than me, but she be inspiring me. And I tell her that all the time. Muhammad Ali. Yes. I'm very inspired by Muhammad Ali. I've always loved Muhammad Ali. Um, and Beyonce inspires me because she just doing her thing. A, a lot of people inspire me. It's really hard yeah. for me to put them in one. Um, but uh, Angela Davis also. Okay. I love Angela Davis. A lot of people, Audrey Lord. A lot of people inspire me to mm. j- in just different aspects. So I really like, can't yeah. answer that question straightforward. What about you? Um, my mom is my number one idol. Aww. Like I seen my mom. <laughs> she struggled raising me as a single mom in the city. Um, watching her work two jobs, fail out of school, go back to school, get her master's as a single parent. Single greatest thing I've yeah. ever seen. That's what's in, a, up. In, in the low income conditions, like that was that was really dope to grow up to watch. Um, my aunts, I think the women in my family have always told me and inspired me to be better than myself, mm-hmm. like achieve for higher. Even then, when I didn't believe in my own self, um, from uh, Muhammad Ali is definitely one of my biggest inspirations. Um, he was very passionate about what he believed in and went for it, mm-hmm. right? And I would say. Will Smith is probably my other one. Okay. I think his his um principles about practicing hard work beats talent, all those things mm-hmm. um have always inspired me just watching him grow. Yeah. And uh he's definitely been his my came, yeah. Yeah. I think like you said, like, you know, different people can inspire you to do different things. It doesn't always have to be business related, but yeah. just from a life standpoint and growth mm-hmm. is the biggest thing. I also need on. to add my parents because I didn't do that. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all inspire me. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Definitely, man. Do you read any books and stuff like that? Like Yeah, I read. Um, when I was younger, I read a lot of um, like uh, Coldest Winter and yeah. stuff like that. And when I got older, I started reading more business books. Okay. Um, currently, I'm reading The Hate You Give. Okay. Um, cause it's coming out in theaters. Um, uh, well, it's really, it's really about a, a boy who is, it's really about a girl. Okay. Um, and one night her and this guy are leaving a party, her friend, and he's shot by the police. Wow. So it's basically about just the trials and tribulations that she has to go through. Um, and during this process, because now she looks at everything differently, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's really, it's a good book. Um, so I'm reading that right now. Um, yeah. Uh, what about you? What you reading? Ooh, Gary Vee, uh, Crushing It. I read his book, Crush It. Um, he's just giving you principles on marketing and, mm-hmm. you know, how to push forward in the digital age that we're in. Um, and Charlemagne, you know, his book, Black Privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, opportunity comes to those who create it for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a really dope book that I'm almost done with. So that's good. Good book. Good yeah. Book. Well, this was a pleasure. Wait, I have read Karen Civil, but I do love Karen Civil. Um, I'd have Karen read Civil. her book. Yeah, read Karen Civil's book. What, it's not long. What title enough. is the book? Um, I really can't remember, but it's the only book <laughs> she's ever put out. <laughs> I read it a while ago. Okay. But it really helps, like, um, as far as like you said. It's inspiring you to like create your own and keep going. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's dope. That's dope. But it has been good. It has been good. It's been very interesting. Yeah. I learned a lot about yeah. your background. I learned a lot about you too. Appreciate it. I appreciate it too. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs>
No problem. And um, we'll see y'all on episode five. Good night.